0: up everyone welcome to the old english tea a detroit tigers podcast my name is casey as always joined by josh how you doing this week buddy
1: these folks are gonna get tired of us here and here in a minute we've done a lot of podcasts i
0: was gonna say in the last week and a half i think we've done three recordings and this one feels quite close to the last one we just recorded the emergency podcast that is uh doing very well you mentioned over on the spotify's and and the plays and whatnots. Yeah. Um, I think I, again, like, I think that's due to the, the, the topic. Like, I think that's due to the big news at hand. Anytime there's any reason to listen to a tiger's podcast this year in 2022, it's gotta be because some kind of breaking news.
1: Yeah. I mean, I appreciate I appreciate the love that we've gotten on that last podcast. It uh definitely made my made my day the last couple of days to see that. And uh we just hope we can keep keep people entertained because this team isn't, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> um yeah, as a recording note, we are recording this uh after Saturday's game. Uh a six to four loss against the White Sox. Um the Tigers are now uh have lost now twelve of the last fourteen. Um, And we are in high spirits over here. Very, very high. (laughs) Um, Kind of following up on our last episode. um, No GM news, which we expected, right? There's there's not going to be anything crazy happening yet. I don't foresee us hiring anyone until, if anything, like, the last two weeks of the season, but even then, like, I don't even think we hire anyone this season. What do you, think? I
1: was, I was going to say playoffs or after mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think they make a move in season for this GM. I think they want to see where where the market plays out and who becomes available after playoffs are over.
0: Yeah. I think that'd be a little hasty if they tried to rush it that much. And I feel like they'd just be asking for a PR nightmare at that point. Um, we did get some news this week though. Um, Regarding our boy Tarek, um, and it's t- it's very hard to read. Um, AJ had some comments about Tarek, um, but the move for Kerry Carpenter being able to come to the forty man was Tarek Skubal going to the sixty day IL, which marks the second consecutive forty man roster move. That involves a 60-day IL move. The first one was Bo Brisky. so he's probably not going to pitch this year again either. And now we have Tarek Skubal, who, again, originally went on the IL with elbow discomfort or, or whatever. It was actually fatigue, just arm, right? arm fatigue in whatever, general. Right, right, right. And now we're putting him on the six day IL, and a lot of the verbiage being used by AJ and company is not good. Um, he's going to L.A. for a second opinion, and the story seems to be everyone's quite worried about him. Uh, what do you have to say about your your knight in shining armor, Tarek Skubal?
1: I mean, it's it's kind of it. it feels so much so similar to what we've seen from. From Casey Mize, this sounds eerily similar, and I hate to put it in those terms already, but you know we went through this this season already once with with our boy Mize, and we all know how that ended up. He's currently recovering from Tommy John surgery and probably won't pitch much, if at all, next year. Um, so it just gives a very similar feel to that. Um,
0: now. Tarek's already had Tommy John. Do you think that that plays into this? Do you think that makes you feel a little bit better? Do you think that makes you feel a little bit worse? Where, where are you kind of sitting on like the percentage wise of where he is likely to get it or not likely to get it?
1: I mean, I don't know that it makes a whole ton of difference because guys still get Tommy John multiple times. Mm-hmm. It definitely throw, makes you feel a lot worse if he gets it a second time about him coming back a second time. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what it's so, so hard because the Tigers are so tight lipped about everything when it comes to injuries. And, you know, I understand the whole competitive nature of not trying to give up too much to, to opponents, stuff like that. But there, there is also keeping people informed and, and, you, you would you would hope that they would be able to do that a little more efficiently. And it just, at this point, I know they don't know a whole lot, but it just kind of seems to fall into the bucket of the Tigers really aren't going to give us much more information, period. So mm-hmm. I don't have a whole, I don't have a huge shining opinion on this. I, I just
0: I wish will we say, had some pitchers. Yeah, I, 100%. Yeah, I mean, just been next man up for the last three months, but I will say about this Tarek thing, it seems like they're being um, a little more quick to answer than they were with Mize. Like again, my's Mize had like stops and starts. You yeah, know, I mean, like it took them a long time and we talked about that. Like, okay. Did they just waste a month and a half before they gave him Tommy John? And then he just wasted a month and a half of recovery. Um, it seems like they're really on this one. And I don't know if that's because the way they handled Mize, I don't know. I mean, and, and clearly like Scooble was already trying to ramp up. Um, he was trying to get back to even pitch, you know, almost next to his, you know, next, uh, start date. Um, we all knew that wasn't going to happen, but he was pretty adamant about making this a pretty short stint and then, yeah, shut down for the rest of the year. He's not going to pitch. We'll find out more, obviously, as the days go on, once we have this update from LA, um but super sad to see and to your point right like there's just like what is happening there's not going to be anyone left this this and i know we've said it a billion times but this idea to build on arms is just completely failing us and it's it's really come back to bite us um on a more positive note uh it does it did open the door for our old friend alert daniel norris to make a start and Credit where credits due. He he did his thing. Uh, what are your thoughts on Dale Norris's start, dude?
1: I know I don't I don't really know a hundred percent how you how you feel about Daniel Norris. I know you've you've oh I him I for a love, while
0: I love Daniel Norris. He well, he was the prize possession of the price traded. It never really worked out. But I ever since I saw him hit the I always thought it was a grand slam, but apparently it wasn't a grand slam. It's a two run homer. Ever since I saw him hit the two run homer in person at Wrigley Field I've been in love with the guy but it's just has never worked out for him and he's been a complete dumpster fire but
1: again had had some had some injury concerns and it just had never was able to put it together Um, pitched into the fifth inning yesterday Friday against Chicago ended up with four and two thirds innings pitched four hits two walks and a strikeout no earned runs and at this point that's all we can really ask of a of a tigers pitcher give us some innings and don't allow allow a ton of runs because we know Mm -hmm. we're not scoring a ton of runs and the only unfortunate thing is kopak was pulled in the seventh with a no hitter going
0: (laughs) hey javi broke it up javi broke it up yeah
1: right (laughs) um yeah i I was gonna say i love seeing norris back man it it was such a such a callback to a more hopeful Tigers team. And if he can stick around and still be a positive part of this team, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He was, he
0: was throwing around a pretty wicked slider. Um, it seems like he's taken a couple miles and off a couple miles per hour off that pitch. Um, and uh, it seems to have served him well. It made a couple hitters look foolish. Um, there's also just a great story with Daniel where like, you know, he's clearly a reclamation project at this point. He clearly has a chance and like, AJ called him up when he got the call and was like, Hey, you have an opportunity because of these injuries, because of this situation, you're the next guy go out there and show me something. And he did. And then AJ, you know, pulled him out. He didn't get the win. didn't have an opportunity to get the win. four and two thirds, like you said. Um, but when he went to the mound, they shared a really, really cool moment. And, uh, the rumor is that AJ said, and I don't even know if it's a rumor at this point, because I think they interviewed Daniel Norris specifically, but like AJ, told daniel that he's proud of him and like daniel's never heard that from a coach and it's like oh man that's a story and a half no one has given daniel norris a chance no one's really probably given him the affirmation that he deserves Um, and he seems to be very very hard on himself and as someone who also resonates with that and resonates with that kind of line of thinking as someone who is incredibly hard on themselves about everything they do. Um that one hits. That, that one that one hits and to have a coach recognize that uh, you know any superior that that I can tell you that meant a lot to him. Um I, you know it's it's a sad story that we have to go to Daniel Norris who came back to the Tigers on a minor league contract that just is a poetic summation of the entirety of this tiger season. Um, but it's where we are and it's cool. It can be a cool moment and we can still be excited about it. Do you have any other thoughts on, uh, <laughs> on where the tigers should go with their pitching staff?
1: I mean, as as long as we can end the year with five guys that can throw the ball to start the game. Like it's about all we, it's about all mm-hmm. we can operate off of right now. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, I always forget, and we we talked about it last, you know, proper podcast that we did about who who the who the forty man roster move was going to be for. Uh, was it Scoopal, or was it yeah, Carrie Carpenter for for
0: Carrie Carpenter? The move was Tarek Scoopal to the sixty day IL.
1: Right. We were we were talking about what forty man roster move was going to be made, and we threw out a couple of ideas of who might get DFA'd or. Something like that, and I always forget that the sixty day. When you go on the sixty day, it, it takes you off of the forty man. Um, that's kind of been a lifesaver because I don't think we'd have enough room on a, you know, forty man for enough pitchers at this point. But
0: right, yeah, we were talking about maybe
1: Zach Short getting
0: DFA'd, maybe some random pitcher getting DFA'd. Yeah, no, it's a, yeah, it, it is kind of a lifesaver, but it's also like, oh, all right, well, yep, yeah, that's a problem if we have more players going to the sixty day IL. There it is. Uh, speaking of Kerry Carpenter, though, um, we now have, I think, at this point, 11 at-bats played appearances that we can point to to, to give a review of his first few uh, outings. What would you say? How would you rate Kerry Carpenter's first few at-bats?
1: Man, I I've, you know, as a guy that's played baseball, at the at the at high school is the highest I ever played, but I've been up in some decently big situations in high school anyway. And the nerves I felt there, I can't imagine what Carrie Carpenter has been feeling. Mm-hmm. Just such a story going from Double A to the majors this year. Just it, it, he looks real nervous. He looks mm-hmm. like the moment is massive, and he doesn't know how to quite handle all of the. Thoughts that are in his bouncing around his head when he gets to the plate. He's DH'd for the three games that he's been. He's been in the lineup. Um, uh, he's at eleven at bats. He has he got his one hit tonight. He got his first hit in his get third game. Get the ball. Uh, and he he walked earlier this game as well yep. to get on to get on base for the first time. Uh, but those two games before he looked he it, they were rough. They were rough. He he looked like he didn't know what was going to come next, which, you know, understandable. If you feel a little overmatched, you probably might be, but just got to figure out some adjustments. I think, you know, there's kind of two things I would point out about Carrie Carpenter. First of all, I think getting that first head out of the way is huge for mm-hmm.
0: him. Yeah. Like I AJ always says, getting the first out of the way is always important.
1: Really, really big deal there. Um, I think he might be able to loosen up a little bit after that. Uh, secondly, He's DH'd, mm-hmm. and I have a sneaking suspicion that he's just sitting on the bench, overthinking every single thing when it comes to his swing, his stance, what the pitcher might throw next. I think he's in his head way too much. I say throw him out there in the outfield where he plays, have him down as a left fielder, throw him out in left field, let Badu DH or Willie DH or something, get him in, out in the field, have him, you know, start focusing on a couple other things too, and just working back in there and see if, I mean, you can't hurt at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, Badu's going to need a day off here at some point. Right. I and mean, I mean, like they're already comfortable with switching between Victor Reyes and Willie Castro out there. And like, I, it, I get what AJ's doing. It's the position that's open because Mickey's knee is debilitating, but it, it does seem like, I, I think you're onto something where like, yeah, if you have a lot of time to yourself and a lot of moments to just sit there and think uh, you're going to fight yourself um and especially when you haven't gotten your first hit yet um one thing i do want to point out is is it just i think it lends credence to how good riley green is the fact that riley has put together already the you know 10 weeks that he's been up a little bit longer maybe like i <laughs> It's impressive, dude. Like he had another double tonight. I mean, he the comparing like what you said, like anxiousness at the play and and demeanor and all that stuff. I and mean, Riley is a hitter. And it just like seeing Carrie Carpenter and then, you know, Aaron, unfortunately, also seeing Torkelson, like those guys are not seasoned. Those guys probably will still come into their own. Like I get it, and obviously. Carrie Carpenter still has plenty of time to figure it out, and he's not going to get sent down anytime soon. Um, the yeah, watch watch him get sent down now. I said that, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's just it it's just so impressive that what Riley's doing and how and how. Call me is at the plate how nothing seems to be overmatching for him. And of course, yeah, he doesn't have the best average, but he, I mean, again, his on-base percentage is crazy and he got another huge hit tonight and he's the only reason that we've won any games this year.
1: Yeah. uh, For Riley green, 203 at bats to have a 236 batting average on this team with the, with the amount of, Thing that's been going on 23 rbis scott cool ball is your hitting coach right mean? <laughs> yeah. right I, at 21 years old i i know we've predicted lofty things for him realistically i think this is probably where he should be um i think there's some growing for for him to do still maybe grow some power yeah. a little bit more but
0: i also don't think leadoff is where he's going to settle in either I, I think that's just for now i don't i don't think he's a leadoff hitter
1: but he needs to be hitting in the top three somewhere, but not not probably lead I off. I think
0: two is, is where he should be. But I don't know who our leadoff hitter is then.
1: I mean, I think it's just... You, you, have, know, to have, you have to have some lead. other guys in the lineup too, but...
0: Or, or, or... Aaron Judge bats second next year, and <laughs> Riley can lead off still. Yeah, mm, sounds good. Josh, you wanted to play a little buy or sell this week, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd uh do something a little different. Just throw something out there. I've got uh I've got some topics here, and I'm gonna kind of ask you what your thoughts are on whether you'd buy or sell the idea and uh see where see where it goes. See if we like I, it. I
0: I have no idea what's coming, and I'm very excited for
1: it. Uh maybe a little bit of controversy here. I'm uh-oh. Hoping, hoping for it are you setting me up for failure are you am no, i gonna no, say no oh, okay. i'm i am all intrigued right. here about what these answers are gonna be <laughs> all right there's some slam dunks here and there's some okay more. now for for uh the un, uninitiated
0: right and just to make sure i know the rules <laughs> buy or sell right like pretty self-explanatory if it's an idea that i would like and an idea that i would subscribe to i buy it correct correct and then if I if I don't like it and I'm selling the idea, I don't I don't like it.
1: Correct. That is okay, that is fair. how I understand it as well. Just had to make sure. No, no. It's, it's a fair it's a fair uh, clarification there. All right. Topic number one. Buy or sell hobbies contract six years, one hundred and forty million dollars this year. Are we buy and we buy in or sell the uh, the performance that we've gotten for our mm. money's worth so far.
0: Mm. Now, OK. I I feel like the knee-jerk answer, of course, is sell, right? Like, I I think the numbers, obviously, like, get it. Yeah, whatever. He has not owned up to that at all. Like, there's nothing I can say has really warranted that contract. However... He is still the most fun player on this team. Even with Riley Green being who Riley Green is like like obviously that's that's big. But like Javi is just an energy that this team needs. This team needs it especially with the lack of Badoo and with the lack of of Badoo doing Badoo things. Um I just think that it's a mistake to think that Javi's ever going to be the guy. I mean, look back to his short time with the Mets. The reason, one of the reasons I get it, he did the whole swing change or whatever, but one of the reasons he did so, so well was because he's with his best friend, Lindor. He had a great time. He didn't have to be the guy. He wasn't, I mean, he was bad in the middle of the order, but he wasn't like the guy that had to go out every single night and put the team on his shoulders here it It is definitely that way. We're like, I mean, he he is one of the only fun at bats in that lineup, and two, I just i I love the villain. like I, we've met we have not had a player like that in so long. Um so I, I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I'm gonna say, of course, sell on the numbers. don't like the numbers, but buy on the player,
1: yeah, I think that's a very fair assessment maybe sell this year by potential Mm -hmm. for next year because it is at the end of the day it is a six-year deal um we're gonna a few opt-outs in there too right we're gonna have to judge it in its entirety at some point Um, obviously that's not gonna be this year uh we're gonna have to see what he brings to a to a fresh team in 2023 as well but I just thought to kind of gauge where we're at here, see where see where we're feeling. Um, topic number two here: buy or sell the Detroit Tigers training slash conditioning staff.
0: Can I can I fire? Is that an option? Is there is there? Yeah, no. Uh, we're gonna sell the heck out of them real quick. They need to be gone, banished into eternity. And whoever's in charge, I don't know. Whoever. You know whether that's a GM decision. Whether I think it's an AJ decision, they they just need to be absolutely sold, gone, goodbye.
1: Yeah, couldn't couldn't agree more. That that was a pretty pretty easy one there. All right, next topic here: buy or sell Matt Manning's last three starts since he came off the IL.
0: Ooh, ooh, I like. I this have one. some.
1: I have some numbers for you.
0: Ooh, well, okay. Before so- you want to give me the before, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought it just give some context. Educated, what he's yeah. Done.
0: I appreciate that you that you want me to look better than I actually am and make an <laughs> educated decision. Okay, yep.
1: Uh, in his last three starts that he's had since he came back, he's pitching an ERA of 3.86. This is, is in- including tonight, right? Correct, including yep. tonight's start. 14 innings. He's allowed 14 hits, six runs, one home run, seven walks, 10 strikeouts. Hmm.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. I wanna buy it i I think he's he's done what he can do i I think he's tonight's numbers especially probably don't lend credence to actually how well he pitched um saw some really I mean it, all of the secondary stuff wasn't the greatest he threw a couple good changeups in there maybe a couple good sliders um but his curveball looked pretty weak today. Um, and, but his fastball was really dominant. I mean, we finally saw him take up to 96. What I love about Matt Manning is he kind of echoes a Justin Verlander type where, you know, he was never, Verlander was never quite down in his prime. Verlander was never quite down to the 91, 92s, but Matt Manning kind of has this thing where he'll ramp up and, and when the moment needs it and he can still control it. Um, he struck out a couple people tonight on 96 plus, which is what exactly what we want to see. He's still young. I mean, he this kid's basically still a teenager. I mean, you know, and and he still has plenty of time to grow um, and and really mold himself into something that we need. And for as bad and as terrible as the injuries have been this year, it's good to see someone kind of come back and maybe have a little bit of a reclamation year um, or a re- reclamation couple months, I should say. Um, however, with the way the offense is, you can't allow four runs to score and expect to win the game. So, I mean, take that as you will. But I'll buy it. I'm I'm happy with what he's shown.
1: So to clarify, just for anybody, I uh, I pulled these numbers mid start, and I did not realize that Baseball Savant, where I got them from, updates it as the start goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's he's currently at uh, four
0: ERA or something.
1: Uh, three point seven one ERA. Oh, well. Um his first two starts since coming back, uh, he had four walks and then three walks in those two starts. Uh, tonight he ended up with one walk. So I think that's something trending in the correct direction. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably my one concern before the start was, you know, seven walks in two starts. That's not, not good. Not the greatest look. Um, you not like good whip numbers there. You like five strikeouts tonight, five strikeouts mm-hmm. to one walk. I think he had some, it's pretty unfortunate, um, babbitt luck with with Mm -hmm. balls in play tonight Mm -hmm. so that's part of it but yeah i would say i would buy it it's it's trending in the correct direction for matt manning on this team Mm -hmm. this one i think we're gonna get a little spicy on this one. buy or sell jamer candelario
0: cool um now okay immediately where my head goes is like next year is that is that kind of what you're getting at
1: so Jamer Candelario has one year left of arbitration, and then he's a free agent after next year. Okay. Um, I am asking, are we buying or selling Jamer Candelario as a future piece on this team going forward?
0: Well, okay. So, but that what you just mentioned like raises a very, very important question. And and it it the, the tiger's in a crossroads with Candelario. So you, you either pay him, right? I mean, no matter what, you get to raise. It's just kind of an arbitration. I mean, like even if it's just a small raise, which it will be, um, or he gets paid like the same salary plus whatever the hike up is for that, whatever. Um, they can DFA. Him. They can make that choice and just say Yeah, goodbye, you know, and someone else can pick him up. Um, I think if they truly think that he is not a part of the Tigers' future and he is not going to be worth a long term contract, they should do that sooner rather than later. Um, And then start coming up with different options for third base. I think the Tigers have a serious problem with their infield. uh, With, well, I don't even, I'm not even talking about first base because I'm assuming that Torque is going to figure his stuff out. Um, but second and third base are, are a problem area for this team. And they seem to always be a problem area for this team. It's sad because last year we thought we had it figured out. Um, I love candy. I think he is, uh, well, Mr. Tiger two years running, you know what I mean? Like he, he is the Tigers player of the year for two years in a row. He's done a lot of good things for this team. And actually here's the thing. I think that trade, Went way better than anyone again, going back to the Alavila era, went way better than anyone could have foresold. Um, I, sock Paredes came to be a part of that, but again, we think that Austin Menos is going to become something sometime. Um, so if Al turned, um, man, I'm blanking on who, who did we trade again? Was it, was it Wilson? Was it Justin Wilson?
1: I thought it was the Justin Wilson trade, or was it, or was it his Castellanos son. trade was sooner. The, right, the more Is recent, it, than right. That. right
0: more recent. I think it was Justin Wilson and Alex Avila. I think that's what it was.
1: that sounds right that because, sounds
0: right. yeah, I think, yeah. so anyway, so he turned his son and um Justin Wilson into Austin Meadows and Jamer Candelario. That trade went better than anyone could have imagined. Um, I think the ship has sailed on candy, though. I like that he's a switch hitter. I love the potential in the kid. Um maybe. Maybe if you can stomach seeing one more year out of him and see if a better, you know, a different hitting coach can do something with him because there's clearly still a good hitter in there. Um And he's not bad defensively either. I mean, I'm sure his defensive runs saved are abysmal just because that's how that stat works. Um, But I would say if you're going to ask me to pick one immediately, I say you sell and let the new GM figure out what to do with third base because I don't know what the free agent market at third base looks like next year, but I feel like it's got to be better than Candelaria.
1: Yeah. What I would say is I think going forward, I think you, you keep him around uh, next year in his last year of arbitration. It's not going to kill you uh, his contract this year. Through, excuse me. Um, I believe they settled out of arbitration, but at, he's getting paid 5.8 million this year. Um, even if you hike it up a little bit, and him with him having a down year, it's going to be it's not going to be terrible. I think you could still stomach anything under eight, seven, eight million. Just he's he's at a zero war this year. He's zero wins mm-hmm. above replacement. He's a mm-hmm. he's a replacement level player at this point. Which, if you're looking to kind of have a springboard year next year where you're you spring it to contention, you can you can stomach that. Um, I like Candelario I think we saw his ceiling last year personally I think that's that's the best kind of candy that we're going to see if we get anywhere in between what he's done this year and next year I think that's a win a positive thing and I think any kind of a new you know hitting coach hitting staff uh, analytics department will will help get him a little bit closer to that so kind of
0: worth 5.8 million dollars though
1: we don't have anybody else better to play the position right now. And nobody's blowing you away at triple a to play third base right now. So I mean, I, I don't, I don't think there's an alternative. So I say, I say bye uh, for next year and then sell for anything after that. You can't give this guy a, a long-term deal, anything more than a year. And
0: yeah, but then what happens, the years my thing is like, okay, so he does good next year. Right. And like, I mean, he probably will be with the Tigers next year. So it, it might be a moot point, but Let's say he does good, like as good as he did in 2021. Next year, then you're faced with the same conversation: Do you extend him? Like, is like, do you? And then, and then we know the floor of him. What if he then he absolutely sucks? And it's like, oh no, I thought we dodged a bullet, and now here we are going back on it. And then we extend him, and then he's bad again. I don't know. I feel like it's just too much of a catch-22, or even just a coin flip at this point. And I don't think you can bank on that. I think I, I would much rather give my money to Aaron Judge or Shohei Otani and save the money for those kind of pieces rather than give it to Candelaria. That's my two cents. Um can I throw one at you and then it has an extension question behind it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. The thought about this while while we were talking. Uh Josh, buy or sell Torque comes back this season. I'm gonna sell. Yeah.
1: That's I'm gonna, so sad. I'm, I'm right there with he's, you. Though. He's hit for more power in AAA since he's been down there, but he's also striking out a ton more than he did at the major league level.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I got worried too because he did that walk-off home run and now everyone's talking about it. He had like a two-for-four game. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Singing Torx praises again. I'm like, no, he does not belong in the majors just because he had one good game.
1: Okay. Yeah. No, I sell him too. I have one last buyer by sell for you, Case.
0: Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. I one more extension. And then, and then oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Buy or sell still same torque conversation Buy or sell torque makes the opening day roster for 2023.
1: Uh, Knee jerk reaction is a buy mm-hmm. just because again, I don't know who else we have. And I don't think Harold Castro is a long-term solution at first base. Um, It's going to depend on how he looks in spring training and what the coaching staff sees. I think a big part of this team and how it looks next year is going to be based on the new regime that comes in Mm -hmm. what they can do with the analytics department, what they can do with player development. I think it's going to be massive. And I also think it's going to be huge for a lot of these guys to get a normal timed ups, just a normal off season without, you know, COVID without, you know, lockout, just what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. so i think that's going to be huge and hopefully it does good things for these guys i i say torque makes the opening day roster next year as of right now anyway
0: yeah i'd agree i'd agree i I think it's a huge failure if he doesn't
1: but you had one more for me yeah yep this kind of will head us into the into our around the league section by yourself fernando tatis jr's 340 million dollar contract over 14 years
0: Oh, AJ Preller. Oh, you are. He is. I mean, I would love to be a a Padres fan right now. Just obviously the news is that, yes, Fernando Tatis has been suspended 80 games for PEDs. Can you do me a favor? I don't know if either of us have read it. I saw that he put out a statement about this and he like everyone's saying he lied. Can you look up that statement? Because I'm very interested to hear what he said. I haven't I haven't read it just yet. Um, So if you can find it, that'd be sweet. Um, I already had the article up. Nice. Okay. Cool, Mister Prepared over there. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, of course, will sell this this individual contract. It is it is a abysmal deal, and it, from the moment that it happened, it was like, oh, all right, and I would even. Here's the thing. I know I know it's, like, current events or whatever, but I don't even think the PED thing, like, changes the answer. I think it was a sell beforehand. The dude's injured all the time. We joke about it all the time. He's a piece of glass. The dude, if he, like, steps the wrong way, he's injured. And it's just, like, you're going to spend that much money? And I get it. Like, I guess, whatever. You have that much money to spend, spend it, like, I. Uh, Whatever, I guess, and it's just, I mean, they they wanted to wrap up that position for, well, <laughs> maybe they have an outfielder now, who knows. But I, I think that one year, I think it was 2020, where, you know, Slam Diego became a thing, and now the hype around the big three out in, in San Diego of Machado, Juan Soto now, and it was going to be Tatis, it, it was never going to work out like it just like it just it was never going to be whatever it can still be a two-headed monster i still think that the padres are very very good and i still think that they're you know going to at least make a run at it i don't think they're going to win the world series just because they have juan soto but it, this hurts a lot of ways for aj preller but i don't think that it changes the answer of like oh it was bye before but now it's a sell because he got suspended for 80 games but what insights do you have on on the 80 game suspension
1: so first of all, I, I would sell as well. I don't think the deal was as bad as a lot of people are making it out. I think the reason why a lot of people are slamming the deal so badly is a lot of recency bias with the, with the suspension, with the injuries. When the deal was first signed, he wasn't. We didn't have as much injury history as as he does mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So that's a part of it. The kid's still twenty three years old. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a huge thing to keep in mind here. We still have a lot of time of Fernando Tatis Jr. for him to redeem himself. I think this hurts his career image for the rest of his life. I think that's something that he may not have taken into consideration. But this deal, it's only averages out to about just over $24 million a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 14 years is a long time. <laughs> it is a long time. Not saying that, but. You know, you see the 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 big number, the three hundred and forty million dollars, right. and you think, right. wow, that's a lot of it. But I mean that's it's not the top average earnings uh, yeah, a year, uh, that kind of annual situation. Annual
0: average AAV. So his
1: his response here, his uh his statement goes as follows, and I quote I've been informed by major league baseball that a test sample I submitted returned a positive result for clostebol. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. A banned substance. It turns out that I inadvertently took a medication to treat a ringworm that contained clostebol. I should have used the resources available to me in order to ensure that no banned substances were in what I took. I failed to do so. I want to apologize to Peter, AJ, the entire Padres organization my teammates major league baseball and fans everywhere for my mistake i have no excuse for my error and i would never do anything to cheat or disrespect this game i love i have taken countless drug tests through my professional career including march 29th, 2022 all of which have returned negative results until this test i am completely devastated there is nowhere else in the world that i would rather be than on the field competing with my teammates after initially appealing the suspension, I have realized my mistake was the cause of this result. And I, and for that reason, I have decided not to start that. Excuse me. For that reason, I have decided to start serving my suspension.
0: That is hilarious.
1: Um, a couple things here. Who gets ringworm? A dog. Is that is that a normal thing for a person to get?
0: Apparently, Fernando Tatis Jr. had it.
1: Um. So there's that part, which is very odd. The other thing is like, if it's okay, has someone true, done
0: research on whether or not there is a ringworm medicine that actually has this substance in it. Has I don't know.
1: That? I haven't seen anything about it. <laughs> if it comes out that this is true, then people's like, did he that that's completely on him? He needs he needs to be a little more conscientious of that. And clearly that's a youth sort of situation but if it's not true what are you, what are we doing what's why would why would we do why would we come out with this kind of a statement whoever mm-hmm. he has writing his statements they need they need to find a new job because it just looks horrible
0: yeah um, not a good look at all my thing is is we're pretty confident that like he mentioned, right, he's talking about, you know, he's taken countless PED tests before, you know, never tested positive, yada, yada, yada. This is clearly a, a recent thing. Like we're not thinking that he's been taking substances and that's what led to his, you know, crazy 2020 campaign and like his, you know, even good 2021 when he was on the field. Right. We're we're pretty confident that he wasn't cheating for that. He's just cheating now to get back. And like, that's what everyone talked about. You know, you take PEDs, maybe not to bulk up or whatever, but the recovery is is really what it's about, and so we're 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 in agreement there that we think that it's just this recovery situation. He wants to get back quicker.
1: I I think that's that's probably where it happened. If I, if I had to be pinned down to something, uh, something I don't know. We didn't talk about this either. Uh, a couple of current Padres on the active roster had had some comments about uh, Fernando. Believe this was. This afternoon, uh, Mike Clevenger, starting pitcher for the Padres, says, "quote It's the second time we've been disappointed with him, and you hope he grows up and learns from this, and learns that it's Whoa. about more than just him right now." Unquote. Whoa. That's Mike Clevenger, and then uh, another starting pitcher, Joe Musgrove. quote He's a young kid. He's gonna He's going to learn his lessons or whatnot, but ultimately, I think. You got to start showing a little bit more remorse and you have to start showing us that you're committed to it and you want to be here. Unquote.
0: Whoa. It's Andre's important. clubhouse is yeah.
1: they're They're not messing around.
0: Holy crap. It's important to note too. Joe Musgrove just signed an extension with the Padres. He is a leader in that clubhouse. They love him there. And for him to say something like that about. What a, I mean, we both say. I mean, he is an integral part of that Padres team, and and really the heartbeat of it when he's there. Wow, 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 wow. Well, I mean, here's the thing: he's going to be a Padre for a long, long time. They're never moving that contract. So,
1: oh, <laughs> but, unless, unless it gets voided or something.
0: No, nah, well, I mean, oh well. That, right now he's being paid, or sorry, right now he's you know on suspension without being paid. So like it is what it is. But. I think that would take, like, I mean, Cano's contract didn't even get voided in that, like, he didn't he serve like 120 games suspension at one point.
1: Yeah, I'm mostly referring to some of the injuries because the whole Mm -hmm. motorcycle accident injury that he's currently rehabbing from, like, some contracts they have, uh, they have stipulations of stuff you can and can't do. So, Mm -hmm. yeah,
0: that's the point. That's a good point. I, I think it would be so crazy if they avoid his contract. I don't think that's going to happen. But I also think that he is being incredibly foolish. And I think I like it best the way that uh, I think Musgrove said it, right? That he's a young kid. Like, he, okay, time to grow up. Like, we get it. You're kind of childish, but uh, it's time to be a, a man about this and fess up for one. But then two, you know, we need you on this team. And here you are playing around with motorcycles and taking – Fan substances great, thanks, Tatis. <laughs> um, the Tigers have some games this week, uh, two of which I'm going to very excited about this. I'm making the trek down to Cleveland with some buddies and uh, gonna go to the Monday doubleheader where I plan to see Carrie Carpenter's first major league home run. Uh, asterisks by that, uh, you know, we we called Riley Green's first home run, we're gonna call this one. To- <laughs> I'm
1: here for it. I'm yep. here for it.
0: Yep. Um, And I think the Tigers are going to. I want them to win one of the games, but we all know how we are against Guardians pitching. We're just we're so bad. We I mean, they, we just played them and we got swept. I I'm just going for the friendship time. I'm not going to expect to see any Tigers victories. What do you think the Tigers are going to do this week?
1: I've got them going. Uh, We've got four against Cleveland, three against uh, the Angels. They come to town uh, over the weekend. I've got them going two and five. I say we win a couple versus Cleveland. And then I say we get swept versus the Angels. I just something about the Angels and the Tigers just doesn't go well. I' Otani's one of
0: one of Otani, Otani's scheduled to start uh, at least tentatively Sunday and he has one of his best major league
1: career starts against us
0: and he had a home run that
1: came too. I think that home run is still flying currently that he hit and had a little bit of PTSD about it. I, I want like to go to that game so bad. I want to go to that game so bad. We, we are both pretty pretty big Shohei Otani fans over here so we're We had a conversation where we were, we were like, are we going to go? Like, is that something we need to get? Well, I believe I have some prior commitments that are going to keep me from keep me from going Prior, whatever. Who cares?
0: Um, (laughs) The one of my buddies, Troy, who was at the Riley Green game and both Ben and Troy were at the Riley Green game. And so I'm going to Cleveland um, to the Guardians game with both of them. And Troy is actually going to a Tigers game with his family. And I think, and like like within the same week, I know it's the Angels. I don't know what game it is though. I think it's Sunday though. If he sees Shohei Otani and I don't, I, I'm never gonna live that down, Josh.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a lose lose situation because if, if the Tigers blow up Otani, we'd love to see a good Tigers game, but if Otani shoves and dominates like that's something you really don't want to miss either so tough mm. tough situation over there
0: mm. maybe i'll just go by myself maybe i'll just <laughs> maybe, maybe i'll just buy a ticket. i'm already kind
1: of jealous that you're going to cleveland i've heard cleveland is a great uh great I'm, ballpark experience and i've never been there
0: i'm excited for progressive i i i don't know much about it obviously we see it all the time on uh on the old televisions but I think that wall is going to be fun to lean over. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like it's like a mini green monster out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of the few parks that you've you're going to go to that I have not been to.
0: Ah, okay. So, in, big question is, you know, any destination, like really any destination, it doesn't even have to be baseball stadium. Doesn't have to, you know, like whatever. Pretty much anywhere I go, my thing is I get a hat. I get hats. Am I allowed to purchase a Guardians hat,
1: Casey? I'm gonna say something. We may have to bleep this out, but I currently own a White Sox hat.
0: Yeah, no no, 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 that 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 does need to be bleeped out. That's terrible. I I wouldn't have a problem with it if they weren't in the division, but I have such a problem with it because they're in the division. They are like direct rivals, and I hate the Guardians. Not as much as I hate the White Sox, to be fair. But yeah, that's, mm. I just, my thing is like this whole hat thing didn't happen until like later in my life, like until really I had money to, to purchase them. And so like for the, uh, the Wrigley adventure that I went on, I, n- I never got a Cubs hat there and I, I regret it to this day. And like, I have to go back to Wrigley to get a hat. Like there's no chance that I'm not ever going back to Wrigley and not getting a hat. So I just feel like if I go to progressive now, which realistically, I don't know if I'll ever attend again, who knows? But I feel like I'm gonna regret not getting a hat.
1: I would say I wouldn't uh cast you out of the Tigers fandom if you if you do get one. I think their their hat with the C, the new logo, the new font C is kind of underrated. I kind of Oh, like you like it.
0: it. You like it. I was gonna yeah. say it's really ugly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it's a, just a touch underrated. I think their their new Guardians format as a whole is pretty boring, but I I kind of like the hat. But I I say get it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I don't want like I wonder like because like you go to the Tigers shop and there's like a billion different hat designs. I wonder if there's like a cool um like one that says Guardians or something. But I feel like Guardians is too long to put on like the face of a hat. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We will figure it out. Uh, any closing thoughts? I think that's I think that's the end. I think that's all we have. Any closing thoughts, Josh?
1: No, I didn't have much else. I'd say give us a follow on Twitter if you're if you're liking the podcast if you if you're enjoying it, I'd say give us a follow on Twitter give us a rating wherever you're listening to the podcast at. Our social is Old English Pod on Twitter. We're on Reddit now. It's the same kind of situation. It's going to be in the description. Go ahead. Give us a follow. Let us know. Let us know you're liking the pod. If you're not, give us some feedback. We'd love that, too. a question for you. What's up? Would you have
0: posted a video of you shaving your head if you had <laughs> to have done that?
1: I completely forgot about that since we've lost every game this week. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I my wife was not happy with me. Let me tell you. <laughs> We were we were not in a good place with the with the wifey over here. But so, fortunately, I, I told her, look, we're going to lose every game this week. So it doesn't matter.
0: So we, we dodged signing divorce papers. Is that what we're saying?
1: I don't know that it would have gone that far, but we were the, the reaction was not good. But yeah, I mean, I I would have either done that or done something similar for. See, I
0: think if I had wagered something like that, like, you know, shaving my head or something, I don't think my hair would grow back. I I, am curr- I have bald spots that are creeping into my life, and I I think about them way more than I should. And uh, if I shave it, it's gone. Like, there's no chance it's coming back.
1: Well, you have a have a more professional job where I think it would be a little more detrimental. Uh, I can wear a hat every day to work, and I'm okay, so I kind of get away with it
0: that's true that that is fair yeah no so i i don't think i'm gonna be wagering any shaving of the head um but maybe we'll come up with a fun one for me next time i don't know we'll see i'm a little scared of those things (laughs) um yeah i think i think that's all we have i'm excited to go to cleveland excited to see those games uh shout out ben and troy gonna have a fun time out there until next time guys go tigers